Hello and welcome everyone. This is Thirsty for Christ podcast with me, Makisha, where we are hungering and thirsting after our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning back in with me. On today's episode, we will be talking about how God has not changed his mind about us. If you've ever been in a place where you just felt tired um, or if you felt like giving up and not giving up in a sense of suicide um, I will actually talk about that one day but not today but giving up in a sense of you're, you're just tired of always having to be the one to do the right thing um, tired of going to church every Sunday, going to prayer every Wednesday or Bible Bible study every Wednesday, prayer every Friday and and you're just um you you could be in ministry and you're just tired of ministry altogether. I mean, let's just be real. This is this is you know, this is how I get down on the podcast. We talk about real stuff and I'm just transparent. So I, I'm just being real where um it was just last week where i just felt like i'm i just wanted to give up on all of this like i just wanted to give up because it's like i'm i keep messing up i keep failing um just going through so much and i'm not seeing the results and it seems like instead of things getting better they're getting worse and it's like God, what's the purpose that I'm going to church? I'm praying, I'm fasting, I'm doing everything that I, I know to do. I, I'm, I'm trying my best, uh, but I'm, I'm still coming up short in some areas. I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm still unhappy. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm tired. Like I'm not seeing the change. I, it's been all these years, and things still have not changed for me. And I found myself in that place. Like I said, just a few days ago, and it was so bad that I had thought like, I don't even think I could do the podcast, Lord, because like, I don't even have anything to talk about this week. I'm, I'm just so discouraged. I, I was so, I, I was just, whoo, I was, oh, I was down and out because it's like, I keep, I feel like I'm, I'm failing and I am talking to anyone who who feels like that, who feel like, you know, you, you've been going to church and doing everything that you're supposed to do, paying your tithes and offering and being faithful to the church, being faithful to the ministry, and you're still not, it's, it's still not, um, you're not seeing any results. You're really not seeing any fruit. You're not seeing a really big change. Um, and, and that's what I want to talk about today. And I want to let you know that God has not changed his mind about you. So that day when I was going through that and I was feeling like that, um, I, I knew that I needed to pray. I knew that it had been a few weeks since I had been in my one-on-one -on -one prayer with God. Um, I was going to church and going to the corporate prayers and doing the prayer line and I was doing all of that, but I hadn't had that one-on-one -on -one time with God. And one thing about me, 
yes, it's important to have corporate prayer. It, it is. But at the same time, you need to make sure you are having that alone time with God where it's just you and him one-on-one. That way you can really just, just let it all out. Like you could just just let it hang all out. You know, you could just go in there and just be real with him and, and just be vulnerable with God and just get all that stuff out. And a lot of times you can't really do that in corporate prayer because, you know, for obvious reasons, you don't want everybody in your business and know what you got going on. Um, and then, you know, it, might, it just might not be the time or the season for you to, to release that side of you. You know, it's not meant for everybody to see or hear that side of you, you know, at that time. So I, I knew that I needed, I, I needed to, to, to pray that get that one-on-one -on -one prayer and and I hadn't been in my one-on-one -on -one time in about two weeks so I don't know if that's why because I hadn't been in prayer and the enemy was because I hadn't been in prayer and haven't been covering myself and I gave the enemy like some type of opening and he came in and was playing with my mind I, I don't know I, I don't know why or how but all I know is that it happened and um, I felt like giving up on ministry. I felt like I'm tired of all this stuff. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to call in the prayer line. I'm, I'm just giving up. Um, and I was like, um, when I was feeling like that, I was like, I know I need to pray and get this off of me. So I, I was going through that while I was at work. So obviously I couldn't just stop working begin to pray so i'm like okay well when i get off work tonight i'm going to um i'm gonna pray when i get off work i'm gonna make sure i set time aside um not answer my phone for anyone no distractions i'm really about to get this one-on-one -on -one time with god and i did and it was it was well worth it i'm so glad i did um because it he when he encouraged me he told me like makisha you're not the only one who feels like that and just as i have uplifted you just as i have picked you up and now you feel like you can go on i need you to do that for somebody else so that is what my assignment is today on this podcast is to pick you up and by the end of this segment i i want you to feel how i felt at the end of that prayer and I felt like, okay, I can go on, God. I'm, I'm going to finish this race. I'm going to keep going to church. And I, I was happy about it. You know, I had a good attitude about it. I'm, I'm going to keep doing the prayer line. I'm, I'm not going to stop, no, no matter what. So let me just tell y'all, okay, so how, how the prayer went and, and how he uplifted me. So it, it wasn't one of those times where... I could hear God and and we're speaking back and forth to each other like sometimes when I explain like me and God conversation and he'll say something and I'll say something back and we're just going back and forth. This time was different. He, he dealt with me in a different way. Um, as I was praying, it's like he was giving me the words to say, to speak out loud so that I can hear it. And that it, it'll go back into me and strengthen me. I don't know if that makes sense, but I'll try to explain it again. So 
he was like giving me the words to pray. And as I prayed them, and as I heard the word being prayed out of my mouth, as I heard it, it, it went back in and uplifted and encouraged me. So like, it, it was like, um, so I'm, I was in prayer and I'm like, okay, you know, God, I love you, all that stuff, all that good stuff. Um, and then it's like, I began to say words that I normally wouldn't say. And that's how I knew that it wasn't me. You know, I, I began to, I, I was just feeling like, um, I started saying, I'm like, God, I, I, I thank you. God, I thank you for never leaving me. I thank you that you, you haven't first, um, that your word says you, you were ne you will never leave me nor forsake me. I thank you that no one can pluck me out of your hand. I, I thank you that that you have not forgotten about me. I thank you. Like I was just saying thank you for all of these things. And I knew, and I, I it was one thing that I said, I, I said, I said, God, I thank you that you haven't changed your mind about me. And when I said that, I began to cry instantly. And I knew that I'm like, okay, yeah, that was definitely God telling me I have not changed my mind about you. And I know, I know exactly where it came from because I was feeling like I messed up so bad that I was missing the mark so much that am I still anointed? Am I still appointed? And, and God was telling me, yes, you are. Like, there's nothing that you could do to make me leave you. There's no bad there's no amount of bad things that you could do that that you have just done so wrong that's gonna make me leave you you know he was just telling me you know i'm not like man you um, when, when you make man mad when you make us human beings man we leave we, we don't want to talk to you we we change our minds about you. At first, we liked you, but now that you made us mad, we don't like you anymore. And that's not how God is. When when we do things that we shouldn't do, it still does not change our destiny. It still does not change the way He feels about us. He loves us. He loves us so much, and that's what that's what He was telling me. He said, "Makisha, nothing can separate me from you. I'm not going nowhere. Even when you feel like I've left." Even if you feel like I'm distant from you, I'm really not. I'm still here. You know, I'm I'm still here. And he he was just, you know, telling me, you know, Jeremiah 1 and 5, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And what that means is I knew every mistake that you were going to make even before you made it. He said, before I formed you, I already knew you. So I knew what mistakes you were going to make. I knew what struggles you were going to have. I, I knew you. And he said, before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So before the foundation of the earth, I had already ordained this thing for you. I, I know the mistakes you're going to make. And yet and still, I'm calling you. Destiny still awaits you. So if you are feeling like you've messed up to the point where God can't use you anymore or God don't want to use you anymore, I'm coming to let you know 
your destiny still awaits you nothing has changed about your future you still have a bright future you're still going to go far in life god still has great things in store for you so do not give up do not give up galatians 6 and 9 let us not grow weary in well-doing for in due season we shall reap a harvest only if we faint not. And that is what God was telling me. He was telling he, he was saying, keep going. I don't care how many times you make a mistake. I don't care how many times you pick up that alcohol bottle. I don't care how many times you pick up that those carton of cigarettes. I don't care how many times you go and twerk on the pole. I don't care how many times you go and, and mess with somebody's wife or you go and mess with somebody's husband. You go somewhere you have no business going. God is saying, I don't care how many times you do that. You still have destiny and I want you to keep going. Keep going to church. Keep fasting. Keep praying. And that is one of the, the biggest things that the devil used to keep us out of church and he says, you know, well, you've messed up too bad. You can't go to church. You know, you you can't you you can't be in the church because you you messed up. And if you go to church, you're going to be a hypocrite because you you know you ain't right. So why are you, you know, trying to play both roles? And that is a, a deception from the enemy, because the thing about it is the church is for the hospital the church is for people who have issues the church is for people who have struggles even jesus said he said i didn't come to heal the the no he said it's not the it's not the well it's not the healthy who needs a physician it's not the it's not the people who are who are healthy who needs a doctor who needs the hospital it's the people who are sick that needs the hospital and that is what church is church is a hospital church is the hospital where people with issues all types of issues i don't care if you are gay lesbian whatever the whole lgbtq we all need church we all need jesus and we all need him we are we are messed up and people don't come to church because of that and it's 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 crazy to me because it's like the very reason why you don't want to go to church is the same reason why you need to be in church is the very same reason because you're hurting you have struggles you have issues you can't get out of your sin you you're uh, being beaten by the enemy and he's holding all this condemnation over you you need to go to church you need to be in the house of the lord that's exactly what you need so don't let the enemy play with your mind I had did a, um, I preached a sermon a few weeks ago on our Zoom with Delightful Living Ministries. And the, the sermon was called, Go to Church Anyway. And what I was basically saying was, I don't care what you do, go to church anyway. So if you fornicated, go to church anyway. If you have committed adultery, go to church anyway. If, if you... Um, 
if, if you can't stay sober, go to church anyway. I mean, go to church anyway, because you never know when you go to church, you, you may hear a word that can break everything off of you in a second. I mean, you just never know the power of God is so real. You never know what can happen when you walk into church. Somebody might come and say, God told me to give you a thousand dollars this week. God wanted me to bless you with a brand new car. God wanted me to pay your light bill this week. I mean, you just never know what what will happen when you're in the presence of God. It, it, it reminds me of the woman with the issue of blood. See, sometimes for some of our issues, God is not going to come to us. And this is for all you people who say, well, God is... Um, God is in my heart and I don't have to go to church and I don't I don't have to go and, and look for him. Well, sometimes with with certain issues that you may face, certain problems that you may face, you won't get the help that you need until you you go and get it. You get up and go to church and go get it. And it, it reminds me of the lady in the Bible with the issue of blood. Jesus did not walk in her house. He, he didn't knock on her door, walk in her house, walk into her living room and said, and touched her and said, you're healed. She, no, it didn't happen like that. She had to get up and she was sick. So she had to get up in the midst of her being sick. So I'm sure she sh did not feel like it. But she got up anyway. She she heard about the miracles that Jesus was doing. She heard that he was in the area. And she went and she found him. She pressed her way to him. Out of all the peoples, the thousands of people that was out there, she she made her way through all them people. She pressed to him and she said, if only I would touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. She said, I don't even have to touch him physically. I could just touch his, his clothes and I will be healed. And that's the faith that she had and she was healed. Sometimes you have to go and press. You have to go out. You have to make the initiative to go out and find Jesus. Go out and find God. Where is he at? He's, he's in one of these churches. Now, don't get me wrong. God is not in some of these churches. You know, there are some demonic cult churches out there. But pray for the spirit of wisdom and discernment and ask that he, he will lead you to a church where the anointing is flowing, where the power of God is resting on that church, where that church is bearing good fruit. And, and you could see it. You could see the evidence of it. Um, go out and press and go and get what God has for you. Like I said, sometimes he's not going to come looking for you. But you got to go and, and find him. You got to go and make your way to the church and, and be wherever he is. So that is that is pretty much that's pretty much the message for today. Don't give up. Be not weary and well-doing. Continue to do the right thing. Continue to pay your tithes. Keep, keep paying them. Keep giving. Keep giving to the poor. Keep, you know, um, being a blessing to people. Keep being a good person. Keep forgiving people. Keep loving people. Keep praying and asking God to work on you. Asking him to create in you a clean heart and renew the right spirit within you. 
and, and, and keep going. Even if you mess up in the meantime, still keep going, still keep going, still keep going. And, and that's, that's just what he told me. He said, keep going, keep going to church, Makisha, keep, keep doing the podcast, keep, um, keep doing the prayer line. Just, just keep going. Don't stop. I don't, I don't care if you go out there and rob a bank on Saturday night still go to church on Sunday because you just never know the word that could just bring you out of whatever you are going through. You don't know what God has placed in the pastor, the apostle, the bishop. You don't know what God has placed in their mouth that, that, need, that you need to deliver you. You just never know. Please keep going. Keep going with your ministry keep 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 going i know it doesn't look like it's going anywhere right now i know that's how it looks right now but i i had made a a facebook post and and i said don't judge me based off what you see right now don't judge me off of the 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 present situation you see me in don't judge me based off of that because god is not done with me yet god has so much in store for me so I'm, I'm telling you, God has so much in store for you. Don't, don't let people judge you based off of where you are now because you will not be there always. You won't be there always. Where you are now is temporary. The sin that you're in right now, the struggles that you have, the issues that you have, the sickness you may have, whatever is wrong in your life right now, that's just it. It's right now. Right now. But it will not be like this always. The Bible say weeping may endure for one night, but joy cometh in the morning. Your season will change. It has to change. It say joy will come in the morning. Your season will change. Your morning will come. It will come. You won't be in this dark place forever. You will come out of this. You are coming out of this. So keep pressing. Keep going to church. Even if you keep falling, still keep going to church. Paul said, he said it best. He said, I have not obtained perfection, but I press toward the mark of the high calling. Keep pressing. Keep pressing. You fall, get back up. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep doing the right thing. And in due season, you shall reap a harvest. In due season, it is coming. It is coming. You won't be in this place for the rest of your life. This is temporary temporary you are still anointed you are still appointed and greater work shall you do for the kingdom of god in jesus mighty name in jesus mighty name be blessed i love you all with the love of christ i pray that after this you're able to keep going. I pray that I was not me. I pray that the Lord was able to pick you up through this segment, through this podcast today. 
and you feel better, you, you feel a little better. Cause I'm telling y'all after he gave me that, it's like, oh, I could run on God. I feel like I could run another two miles now. You know, I, I feel like I can just keep going. I feel like I can keep going. It strengthened me. And I remember him telling me, he said, as I have strengthened you, go back and strengthen the people because you are not the only one who feel this way. So I prayed that this worked. Um, I pray that God's will was done on tonight. Thank you, Jesus. And I want to say a special prayer. Um, we're at 24 minutes. We're almost done. I want to say a, spe a special prayer. Um, God has laid it on my heart for it, it is someone out there who have left their church um, and they haven't been in church for quite a while and they left because they felt like like God didn't want them anymore that God couldn't use them and and, the, and they left and you left and if I'm talking to you God wants me to pray for you thank you Lord thank you Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. God, right now, I lift up the person who has left their church. I lift them up right now, God. God, I pray that you will turn their hearts back to you, oh God. Turn their hearts back to the church, oh God. I pray that they will come back, oh God. Because being out of you is is not the answer being out of church is not the answer is not the answer lord so i pray that you will bring them back so that they can receive the healing that they need they can receive the strength that you can restore them oh god in the name of jesus oh god come back i i just i just hear god saying come back he said come back he he misses you he misses you come back come back you you are not so dirty that he he can't accept you he he wants to love on you he wants to embrace you just the way you are he wants to embrace you as the fornicator you are as the liar as the cheater as the manipulator as the 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 bitterness he he wants to embrace you as you are as you are he said you don't have to change just come to me as you are and i will change you i will i will restore you i will clean you up just come to me just just like that just just like that come to me broken the bible say a broken heart and a contrite spirit he won't despise he can't so come to me broken the way you are come to me come to me come back come back he misses you god misses you oh my jesus i can feel his heart god misses you come back to church come back to church come on in go go back to your place of worship he misses you he he misses the way you used to pray to him the way you used to sing to him and worship to him, he misses that. And he's saying, I don't care what you did. Just come back to me. Just come back to me. Just come back. Just come back. I, 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 it's like like he's pleading. Like, like, please come back. 
he he wants you back oh my jesus i don't know who this is for but he wants you back he wants you back he wants you back at the altar he wants you back at his feet he wants you back he wants you he wants you go back to your church you you are not so messed up that god can't use you you are not so messed up that God cannot use you. You are safer in the church than you are outside of the church. Because the Bible says that when the righteous run in, they are safe. They are safe. Come back home. Come back home. Come back home. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Be blessed. I pray that the, the blessings of the Lord and the favor of the Lord will rest on you and your household. In Jesus' name, amen.